0: Hey everyone, this is Haley, and Al, and you're listening to Your Faves and Mine, a podcast where we, a couple of millennials, rewatch movies from our younger years and see how well they hold up in 2020. Word. (laughs) And it's been a couple weeks, like we took a little bit of a hiatus, it wasn't planned, it's just that life happened, and we watched Inglorious Bastards for the podcast, and then uh, we basically didn't record an episode for a while, and we're doing it now, so... (laughs) Yeah, I feel bad o- about the delay. Not that we have any like fans or anything at this point, but I was trying to be more consistent. Um, but yeah, shit happens. So. so we're
1: back in full effect by popular demand, yo.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so much demand. <laughs> um, but yeah, we <laughs> we watched Inglorious Bastards, uh, which is definitely one of my faves. Um, is it was it one of your faves before? Or had you not even... You hadn't seen it yet, right?
1: I've seen *Inglorious Bastards*.
0: But it had been a long time. Like, it seemed like you didn't really remember. Yeah, a lot of it I
1: didn't remember because the last time I saw it was probably either when it came out in the movies or shortly after. But it's a Tarantino movie, and Tarantino's my homie.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, so it came out in 2009, and... It's yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. It's definitely my favorite Tarantino movie. I'm pretty sure I saw it in the movie theater um when it came out and I think the trailer was pretty awesome at the time and like we're going to some Yes. Yeah, it's just like it was just really appealing like a um like a Jewish revenge story and um a couple weeks ago I was having kind of a crappy week and I was depressed and I think we were originally gonna watch Say Anything for the podcast, but I was I felt like Inglorious Bastards would be more uplifting. <laughs> it would be like more of a feel good movie for me. Um because it just feels good to see Nazis go down in flames. Oh yeah. <laughs> Literally.
1: Nothing like a good Nazi hunting.
0: Yeah. So I just needed I felt like Inglorious bastards would be like chicken soup for my soul at the time.
1: It's a twisted soul,
0: I know, but I just really like seeing Nazis go down. It just it feels good um so <laughs> um, here's the movie synopsis via Google movie reviews. <laughs> These always crack me up, okay. It is the first year of Germany's occupation of France. Allied officer Lieutenant Aldo Rain, Brad Pitt, assembles a team of Jewish soldiers to commit violent acts of retribution against the Nazis, including the taking of their scalps. He and his men join forces with Bridget von Hammerschmark, Hammerschmark, a German actress and undercover agent to bring down the leaders of the Third Reich. Their fates converge with theater owner Shoshana Dreyfus, who seeks to avenge the Nazis' execution of her family. Yeah, it's pretty legit. That's a good synopsis, I feel like. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So let's get into the characters, um, the female identifying characters. Um, we have Shoshana, who's played by Melanie Laurent, and she's a Jewish woman who fled the Nazis, who... Killed her whole family while they were in hiding. And she then um, kind of forms a new identity mm-hmm. and starts operating her family. Or I don't even know if it was actually her family, um, but. Their cinema. Their cinema, yeah.
1: In France. In yeah. Paris. In,
0: yeah. And uh, yeah, she's just uh, a badass. I. Really love how she <laughs> how she uh reacts to Frederick Zoller, that soldier who's like always like trying to mack on her. Yeah. The Nazi. He's the Nazi. She's that, always that just won like battle. Yeah. She's always just like, get fucked. Like yeah. he's always like, Hey and she's just like fuck off. And I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. The whole time he's trying and trying and trying, and she's like, "Dude."
0: She's like, "She's like, look, man, I
1: know you're and... a Nazi." Yeah. And um, I'm
0: like not. he doesn't know that she's Jewish. Yeah. But like,
1: she's not about that Nazi D.
0: Yeah. She. It's like he can't take a fucking hint that like she's not interested. Like most guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, she's awesome. And then we have Bridget von Hammerschmark played by Diane Kruger and she's a german actress working undercover for the allies and um yeah she's cool she's i mean she's uh
1: yeah she wasn't really down with the whole nazi occupation and she's a german and she's like you know this isn't really cool yeah, she's,
0: like, yeah, she's like i think i want to work is, for the uh,
1: allies because um you guys suck and since you already think i'm one of your famous german actresses it's gonna be great yeah yeah she's yeah. cool
0: so she's cool she's awesome um and then we have the the male-identifying characters. We have Lieutenant Aldo Rain, played by Brad Pitt.
1: He's so dreamy.
0: You know, it's funny, because like I was always a uh, reluctant Brad Pitt fan, because I didn't want to be like everyone else who was like, oh, Brad Pitt is so hot. Uh. So I was always like, fuck Brad Pitt. And then... <laughs> He just, he just kept proving that he's like such a good actor. So that eventually I was like, okay, fine. Fuck Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um,
1: William Bradley Pitt.
0: Yeah. So I like, I, I can't help it. Like I love Brad Pitt. He's awesome. Um, and I, he's definitely awesome in this movie. Like, yeah. he's, it's just, like, he, his accent is just, like, I, I think he's supposed to be from Tennessee. Yeah,
1: he's supposed to be from, like, the Tennessee Hills, and he's, and like...
0: I don't know how accurate the accent was, like, because I don't know anybody really from Tennessee, but um, his accent is hilarious.
1: I think that I kind of, like, male fell in love with Brad Pitt with the interview with the vampire.
0: Oh, yeah, I did love that movie when I was seven. a little kid. Yeah. He just, I mean, has he been, has he been in a bad movie? I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, don't, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there were some where I was kind of like, yeah, this isn't for me. I
1: mean, but. I mean, he was, he was like a minor part in Thelma and Louise, but like. That
0: was like his but, but, breakthrough. I think it was his
1: break. He was acting before. Yeah,
0: he was in Dallas.
1: But, you know, I mean. Thelma but I think Lu- that was. But him. Thelma and Louise wasn't a bad movie. It was just that, you know.
0: Uh. No, Thelma and Louise wasn't. Whoever said Thelma and Louise was a bad movie.
1: I never said that. I'm I know. Just I'm
0: just saying. No, I'm I'm anyway, just saying. We can go back okay, to William yeah. Bradley Pitt. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome in this. He's just like hilarious and oh, yeah. He's good. Um, and then we have Colonel Hans Landa, played by Christoph Waltz. And my notes say <laughs> chef's kiss to this guy. He's so fucking good. Um, the, he was an actor like I think he, he's German I'm pretty sure he's German yeah and he was in mostly German films before I think mm-hmm. but this was like his breakthrough in the US and he won the Oscar the BAFTA and the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for this film Um, and also f- he won awards for Django Unchained
1: what's the who, what's the who's the who's the
0: character again He's the, the Nazi, the Jew hunter. Oh,
1: that. G- yeah. Yeah, he's, he actually like the Jew hunter
0: guy. is.
1: And I hate saying the word Jew hunter because that's just, just
0: we're just saying that because that's what yeah, he was. We're called just saying in the movie. that that's what he was yeah. called in
1: movies. There, there's nothing. Yeah, we're not trying to. That's what he's called, but he literally makes my skin crawl when I'm watching yeah. him, and I'm just like. Yeah. Yo, but he takes his career like very seriously. I think at the end of the day, he just needs to like just smoke a J and just like, you know, just You think that would stop I mean, him? It's to, not going to stop no. him, but, you know,
0: something. Yeah. It, he every scene with him is so tense.
1: Yeah, but and it, yeah.
0: But he the actor like he's just so good at like making you feel tense. And then he makes these little jokes and they also make you feel tense. It's just like, he's just so perfect for the role. He just, I mean, it's like uh, incredible. Um, So I can understand why he won so many awards for that role. Um, Because especially the scene, the opening scene
1: Yeah, that opening scene. That scene scene
0: is, it's, it's, it's so long. It's so long, but it's so well done that it's like, I can't hate on it. Like this movie is fucking long. Like, I think it's like two and a half hours, but it's it's so good. (laughs) In my opinion, like, it's just like, and I'm not a Tarantino Stan anymore, but like this movie's still, ugh, yeah. It just it's still captivating to me, like even with those really long scenes, um, just because the acting is so good. Um, And then we have uh, Sergeant Donnie Donowitz, a.k.a. The Bear Jew.
1: Gotta love the Bear Jew. Oh, my God.
0: He's the best. Played by Eli Roth. And I didn't realize this, but did you know that Eli Roth wrote and directed the Hostel movies? Yes. And Cabin Fever?
1: or no cabin in the woods cabin in the woods i believe yeah but the hostile movies yeah eli roth is a freaking g and i'm actually kind of a fan of some of his work and the fact that his character is the bear jew who just literally he's the one that like just carries around a bat right yeah and you know (laughs) yeah he has a gun but homie is beating nazis up with a Bat. Yeah. Like a Louisville slugger.
0: Yeah, it's it's epic. Um and he actually won a SAG award for this role. Um Gotta love the SAGs. Yeah, good old SAG. Uh but he I think this is really one of his only acting credits because he was a writer and director, and yeah. it's just that he became like he's friends with Tarantino and like it just I think it just like worked out and made sense and he was perfect. I think, I think I read that Tarantino wanted like Adam Sandler or something to play that role or something. That wouldn't go well. Something weird. I could be wrong, but I I think it was Adam Sandler, um, which would have been bizarre. That wouldn't have been well for you. Yeah. Um, but well, I don't know. I mean like Adam Sandler and like happy Gilmore, like we've seen him take out rage with the, uh, with the golf. Yeah, clothes. but it's funny rage. I know. I'm just yeah. it it's just uh, it would have been like so weird seeing him in that. But uh and then there's um one of my personal favorite characters, Sergeant Hugo Stiglitz. He was the ex Nazi soldier who was imprisoned for killing fellow Nazi soldiers. Epic. And he was broken out of jail by the bastards and he started hunting Nazis with them. And he's a little bit cuckoo. And it's, like, super funny.
1: He doesn't even talk that <laughs> he much. Just,
0: yeah, he just, like, he's, like, silent but deadly. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. And then there's um Frederick Zoller, or it might be Friedrich Zoller, I can't remember. Um, But, yeah, he's the Nazi who was a celebrity for killing tons of enemy soldiers. And he has a crush on Shoshana and is basically trying to wear her down. Until she agrees to go out with him, even though she's obviously repulsed by him. But he just, like, can't take a hint. Um, Yeah, so those are the, like, main characters. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I forgot Marcel. Um, I had him separately because he's the only...
1: Shoshana's love interest.
0: Yeah, he's the only um, person of color in the film. And he's played by Jackie Edo. And yeah, he there. He's in a relationship with Shoshana, and they run the cinema together.
1: Yep, and they're in a secret relationship because obviously it's like the 1940s. Yeah. And, but it's the 1940s. Or
0: is it still the 30s?
1: I think it might be the I'm 30s or sure. yeah. 40s. It's right in there. Yeah. But it's France, which yeah. we you know we know that at least I know from just different historical purposes that a lot of. Uh, people of color if they were um, of american descent sometimes fled america or and they went to europe i'm not saying that he was a descendant of that but to
0: to flee us slavery to flee us yeah.
1: slavery um, but yeah he's he's cool he's a, he's quiet he's cool he's kind of like he's kind of like shoshana's um like conscience a little bit because he kind of like calms her storm because she just sees these Nazis and she just wants to go crazy. And he just yeah. like,
0: she sees red and, and he's she's like, like babe I like, get it. Yeah. I
1: see red too, but let's plan this out and merc these dudes.
0: Yeah. Like let's do this the right way. And yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no LGBTQ characters that I'm aware of. Um, there's not really any, like, weird, creepy male gaze stuff. There's, uh... Well, there is a scene... I don't even... I don't know if I'd consider it male gaze. It's just Tarantino has, like, a foot fetish. And so... Yes. There's there's the scene where, uh... Lando... Lando? Landa. Lando. <laughs> I'm thinking Lando This yes, is in
1: Star Wars. Yeah.
0: Related. Uh, Landa. He... Is trying to see if the shoe fits.
1: Yeah, so Tarantino is known for
0: the foot fetish. The
1: foot fetish. The foot. How he focuses on the feet. And the only reason I like know this a lot is because Kill I'm a. Bill. Uh, well, yeah, I was gonna say because of Kill Bill, and I'm and I'm a Tarantino fan. And
0: but are you a Stan? No. You're not a Stan. A Stan? You don't stand Tarantino. No, you don't stand. You stand the rock
1: all right look we're not gonna get talking about the rock right now sorry sorry but i think back on tarantino movies with inglorious bastards with um kill bill with pulp fiction it's are there any
0: tootsies in that one yes there's a
1: huge so the reason why there's a huge a big part of the plot of pulp fiction i don't want to divert is the fact that there's a rumor that Marcellus Wallace threw some dude off of a freaking roof because he gave Uma, Thur- he gave Uma Thurman a foot massage. So like oh, Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson and, and freaking um, John Travolta had this huge argument about would you throw a man off the roof if he gave your wife a fucking foot massage? And I just want to just say something right now. <laughs> Me personally... I'd throw a fucking dude off the roof if he gave you a foot massage because I know that you like your feet tickled.
0: Yeah, I have a foot fetish.
1: You got a foot thing with your foot. <laughs> so I kind of dig throwing a dude off the roof. But at the same time, I think Tarantino, deep down inside, he'd probably throw a dude off the roof too. But back to Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, He he makes his foot fetish reference again.
0: Yeah, but that's, like, the only... And that's not real... I mean, he makes it, you know... It's not a secret. Kind of... No. But, I mean, the scene. I'm talking about the scene. Like, it's kind of saucy if you're into feet, I guess. Yeah, you know. (laughs) It's a
1: little foot play. But,
0: like, he doesn't do that with, like, Shoshana's character. Like, she's always dressed, like, in... Because I think he wants... Like...
1: I think he he chooses the female characters that he wants to focus on feet, and it could be maybe he thought that that uh, I don't know. Ooh. Well,
0: he also had Shoshana running barefoot through the there field. You go. Yeah, I I yeah. So no, I just mean like as far as like male gaze, like there's not really. I, I'm saying like yeah. I'm applauding the fact that. There's n- there's not really anything like that in this movie. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... It, because it really sticks to the point of, like, we're here to fucking kill some Nazis. And yeah. we don't have time to show boobs and butts. Like, no. we are here to, to kill Nazis. And I just... I could really appreciate that in a film. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that make, makes me happy. There's not, like, body shaming. There's not really... No, it's... There's there's... no sexual assault, which is nice. Uh, That's uh, sometimes hard to come by. Um, There's no... uh, This was kind of like a borderline as far as like... Not really slut-shaming, but just kind of like... I don't know. Like, just a guy being a fucking prick. Is um, Frederick Zoller. Like, do you remember at the end of the movie... When he, when Shoshana's in the, the, like, I wanna say the control room, like the.
1: She's in the, yeah, she's in the room with the, yeah. Yeah, the projector room. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And he comes up and he, like, tries to barge in on her. And he's like, oh, boo, boo, boo. And she's basically like, fuck off. Like, I'm busy. I'm
1: trying to freaking show this movie, but at the same time, you know, set the whole thing up. Yeah,
0: but she's just like, fuck off. And, He's like, he gets like pissed, kind of like the last straw of her rejecting him. Yeah. And he's, I can't remember exactly what he says, but it's something along the lines of like, don't you know who I am? Like, show me some respect. Like any, any girl would be happy to have me or something like that. Yeah. Like, and, and then she, that's when she's like, okay. And, and she kind of pretends like she's going to like give in and then that's when she like shoots him in the back and then he, yeah. yeah. But like, that was the only thing that I can really think of, of where it was just like some dude being like gross to like a woman, you know? Yeah. Um, kind of like, how dare you not like worship me for the like celebrity Nazi that I am like, and she's just like, fuck off. Um, which I love, um, and then as far as racial slurs, there the only thing that I caught was like Colonel Landa referred to Marcel. Um,
1: I think just called. I think called him a Negro.
0: Yeah, and he he was like surprised that he was employed by Shoshana, and that he was capable of operating a projector, like kind of like
1: like but, he did, like because he was black he didn't know how to operate things like or, he was
0: inferior yeah. yeah and then yeah so but but um, that is
1: nazi talk
0: yeah and, um and that that was the only thing that i caught because again like marcel is lit- the only person of color like in yeah. the whole movie um so yeah i mean it's just like pretty straightforward like just we're we're about killing Nazis and plotting to kill Nazis, and there's just not a lot of uh, space for like any of the other types of weird tangents that I feel like no. sometimes happen in other Tarantino movies. Like I'm thinking of like Django Unchained. Django. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh There one thing about Tarantino that. I don't like is that he writes in the N word so much in his scripts and it's just unnecessary. I feel like, um, I feel like he gets like a little bit too much joy out of having his characters say the N word and I just don't like it, but that's, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. So I'm glad that that didn't happen in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there, oh, just like a couple like uh, interesting things. Um, the f- the movie's promo materials were censored in Germany because it's illegal to display Nazi symbols unless it's serving like an educational or historical purpose. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's something
1: because. <laughs> Unlike other parts of the world, Germany is trying to pretty much, uh, they make anything Nazi related or even mentioning the name Adolf Hitler pretty much illegal. It's
0: like censored. It's like censored because,
1: um, Germany learned from its mistakes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh no shade uh no shade and we're just Confederate monuments but uh yeah it's interesting how in germany it's you know they can't they can't show the symbols and stuff yeah um but in our country we like straight up celebrate um all types of stuff should confederate confederate soldiers it's pretty disturbing um and then i was just kind of curious if any of the actors who played the bastards were actually Jewish, like in real life. Like if he actually had Jewish people playing the Jewish characters. Um, and I forgot to check if Shoshana, uh, or excuse me, if, um, Melanie Laurent is Jewish. Um, she's a French actor. Um, but Eli Roth is Jewish. BJ Novak is Jewish and Sam Levine, is Jewish and they were all three bastards. A couple of the bastards were, um, German, like, uh, not like non-Jewish German Mm -hmm. actors. Um, which would make sense like that. Not all the, not all the bastards were Jewish. I mean like, um, Brad Pitt's character wasn't supposed to be Jewish. Mm Um, and, uh, so I just thought that was kind of cool like um and then I was reading a little bit about um Tarantino some of the backlash that he got um because in both Kill Bill and Inglorious Bastards he personally strangled the like he personally with his own hands strangled Uma Thurman in Kill Bill and he personally with his own hands strangled Diane Kruger's character in Inglorious Bastards Okay. Um he wanted he legit strangled them so that it would look real because in a lot of movies like yeah. strangulation is like obviously fake. Um That's he, an
1: interesting fact.
0: Yeah, like he claimed that it was Uma's idea for him to strangle her in Kill Bill, and he said that he asked Diane Kruger's permission, um, in Inglorious Bastards, and that she was on board. But I, I get that, but at the same time, it's like, you know, he's the director, he's the one in power, and what is Diane Kruger gonna say? Like, no. Like, you I don't know. It's just like, he's the one in power in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, maybe she was on board with it because she, she, I did read that she said that she trusted him and stuff. Um, But I'm kind of like, dude, what's your deal with strangling women in your movies? Like, I, 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 there's other ways to like, kill people and it just like it I think in both movies I'm trying to remember the scene in Kill Bill but in Inglorious Bastards like it's like a close up like strangulation yeah that is it's hard for me to watch like um women being strangled like that um and I get why Colonel Landa felt compelled to kill Diane Kruger's character because he felt that because she, she was a traitor, yeah, um, and maybe strangulation made sense because it's quieter than shooting someone, and they were in the theater, so he probably didn't want to shoot her. So I get, yeah, like why he would have strangled her because it's like quieter, um, but it's just like I'm kind of sick of seeing women be murdered, especially by strangulation like it's just like dude um and it's kind of weird to me that tarantino um it's just seems like it's one of his little things like kind of like the foot fetish it's just like strangling char- strangling female characters yeah um so i don't i didn't really like that aspect of it um but uh I mean, other than that, I, I just, uh, really dig the movie. Like, um, I, I really like Shoshana. Like, I think she's just like really tough and brave and, um, I, I, I mean, just she's, she was brave to like flee the house when the Nazis shot it up and like she got away and yeah. She was brave to be so tough whenever Frederick was like always like hitting on her and stuff and like trying to like talk to her like she was like
1: well she also she also uh kept her cool
0: with yeah. colonel landa
1: landa, because he like insisted she tries the strutel um and in the, the in the, the restaurant and the milk, oh, God. And the, milk and the and the cream. And he's like, you know, you have to try to strudel here, and, and he's talking about the cream. And and the whole time, I think, personally, he knew who she was. And, like, maybe he didn't know that she was Shoshana because he never saw Shoshana's face. But, he unfortunately, he was so good at his job that he could tell when someone was of jewish descent or, or or whatever and i think he was trying his best to it's like in a game of poker he was trying his best to get her to show her tell but she was so well self mentally trained yeah that she knew how to play this meek french young french girl who you know p- lost her family her aunt and uncle that she that she claims lost in a fire who owned the cinema before her and she just wants to run her cinema and and everything like that and she's just she's just kind of a loner and she try to she keeps her head down and she doesn't bother anyone and she played that part so well that it's like he almost bought it but i still think that he didn't but since he couldn't prove it he just kind of let it slide
0: yeah i don't know i uh, i wouldn't say that she was meek i would say that she was more like matter of fact like she was, I felt like she was strong and she, she, yeah, I don't, I don't think she was meek, uh, but I get well, what you're I, saying. Well,
1: I don't think she, I don't, okay, so I don't, I'm not saying that she was meek. I think that she was trying to portray that.
0: Well, I think, I think she was just trying to portray like just being matter of fact. Like oh, okay, they okay. ask a question, she answers the question but she doesn't offer any more information. Um, But then with Zoller, she's straight up just like, fuck you. Like she's straight up like, you're a Nazi, like fuck you. And that is like really scary to think about. Like because she was Jewish and she was in hiding and she was just like, get the fuck off my lawn, you know, like, fuck you. Um, but, and yeah, the scene with Landa in the restaurant, like I, I used to think that, yeah, like that he figured out who she was because he made her get milk, which is like a callback to the farm when he drinks milk. Yeah. But then I thought like, if he thought, that she was Jewish and that she was who she was, he wouldn't have let the movie play at her theater because it would have been too dangerous for the Nazis. Yeah. So I think he was just, I, I think Tarantino just wanted everyone watching to feel that tension yeah, and just
1: and that's probably why I'm thinking that because yeah, I felt the tension. Because you
0: just watch that scene, well, yeah. just like any scene with him, and you're just like, at least for me, like my whole body is like clenched up. I'm just like, yeah. oh god,
1: we're all like clenched up, butt tight.
0: Just like, oh god, what's <laughs> gonna happen? Like that guy, that actor was, was. I mean, he was so good. Um. But yeah, I I. Uh, I, lo- I love Shoshana. She's awesome. Um, and actually, I noticed the other day you were watching that um, that fucking Ryan Reynolds movie.
1: Which Ryan Reynolds? Movie?
0: The one with the magnets.
1: With the magnets.
0: Where they're like, they all like had to die, like fake their deaths. And they were, like, spies or, like, mercenaries or whatever. Oh,
1: yeah. It just came out. The one that just came out yeah, on, like, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. What about that?
0: It? Well, she's in that movie. Oh. That actor is in that movie. She's one of the eight or nine or however many of them, those spy people. But, like, it, it's just such a contrast. Um,
1: it's a contrast to how she played... Um, which he played in *Inglorious Bastards*.
0: Yeah, who's that fucking director? I fucking can't stand him. Uh, he did all the fucking *Transformers*. Michael under, Bay.
1: But it's Six Underground*. That's yeah. the, name of the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Michael Bay—he's a fucking piece of shit. Um, but it's just like such an interesting contrast, like how Tarantino utilized Melanie Laurent's acting ability in inglorious bastards like Mm -hmm. her character is like a real like she you fucking like feel for her like you she's just like she's so good even though she doesn't have like a ton of scenes or a ton of dialogue it's just like her facial expressions like say so much and um but then fucking douche michael bay puts her in that movie. I don't remember her having a single line in that movie. All she does is like walk around and like shoot a couple things. It's like he didn't utilize like her her abilities like at all. (laughs) And I'm like, yep, typical Michael Bay. (laughs) Just like, fuck you, Michael Bay.
1: Yeah. He's more of like, a. he's
0: just like, uh, okay. Pretty chick, pretty chick. Put her in the movie. We'll put her in these fucking clothes like she'll look hot and uh, we'll give her a fucking gun. S- fucking sweet. Oh, it's going to be sick. We're going to like blow some shit up. <laughs> yeah. So I got to give Tarantino like a smidge of of credit for that. Um, and I mean, like he he did that, you know, Kill Bill, like Uma Thurman's a fucking badass. And that would yeah. be. And, uh, so I think, I think that's cool. Um, the, so he did the screenplay, obviously he directed it. It's the first Tarantino film to win an Oscar. Um, and the Oscar went to Christoph Waltz for Colonel Landa and it's the highest grossing Tarantino movie until Django Unchained beat it in 2012. And the budget was seventy million, and the cumulative worldwide gross was three twenty one. So it's like, yep, made a good amount of money. I would say. Yeah. It got an eight point three out of ten on IMDb, and I let's see, I think it does hold up.
1: I think it holds in up in
0: twenty twenty. I yeah, I, I mean,
1: and it, it's not like it it was extremely long ago. It was, you know, it came out, like, what, 11 years ago? But I think it holds up in 2020. I think it's... um, Yeah, it's kind of like... Yeah, Tarantino movies... (sighs) Yeah, I mean, if we even watch another Tarantino movie, I think that we'll probably say, depending on which one it is, we'll probably say that some may or may not, but this one... Django. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Django... Everyone's... And Tarantino just put his he, he dipped his he dipped his toe and put his, his foot in the let's make a, a movie about um, slavery and everything like that but Django at the end of everything you know he he got his he got his just but we're not yeah. gonna get into the Django movie but yeah. but I think this I think this movie holds true yeah. and it re- and I think because of the time and the place where it was set, it makes sense because if you would remake it in 2020, given the time frame that it was, everything kind of makes sense because yeah. for one, there weren't, I mean, and I don't know this, but I would say probably in the 1930s and 40s when it came to, uh, people of color in France there were probably it was probably just starting to you know become a, a migration maybe we don 't we don 't know um, but so i wouldn't expect it to be ton of people of color um, i wouldn't expect it to be um, you know like, i wouldn't expect it to be any different if it was remade again when it comes to um, How the Nazis treated people, how they how they made them feel. They're
0: fucking Nazis. They're
1: they're Nazis. (laughs) Like there's no change between how the Nazis were, and I think that people recognize that. I think it's awesome that he made a movie that's just like, okay, look. Your typical, you know, Nazi or. Or, or a movie like that that's in reference to what happened which was a terrible thing that happened to you know a group of people in, in history but he did it with a twist he's like yeah there's a terrible thing going on in the world and there's a terrible thing going on in Europe but what I'm gonna do is that I'm gonna turn this into it's a terrible thing going on but at the same time We're going to fucking kill some Nazis. And that's what the whole point of this movie is. And I think everyone who watches the movie, people of color, LGBT, women, Jewish people, I think they all, even today, would get pleasure out of watching that movie because... Nowadays, we have these people called neo-Nazis or whatever like that, that have the same hate towards people like that. And it's just like, yeah, well, you know what? Tarantino says you guys can get dealt with.
0: Yeah. I was actually just reading um, an article. I think it was in The Atlantic um, about this movie. um, And it was written by, I think the gentleman who wrote it was Jewish and um, he was just giving his perspective on it. And I think he interviewed Tarantino and basically Tarantino was kind of sick of movies about Jewish people being slain, sad. Yeah. And and being, um, and he wanted to make a movie that was like, um, yeah, like a Jewish revenge, revenge vengeance yeah. type
1: And I think for movie. everyone, it, even though it's a Jewish revenge type movie... It's, it's like very a reven-
0: therapeutic to it's me. It's therapeutic, and it's like a revenge
1: it's... type movie for like everyone.
0: Yeah, I mean, as but long as you're defin- not a neo-Nazi. No, you're
1: not a neo-Nazi. But yeah. it's, a reven- it's definitely a revenge yeah. type movie for, for the Jewish people, and I, I love it.
0: Yeah, um, but another thing that was mentioned in the article was um, how it... He, the writer was saying that he could see that a movie like this would not necessarily be perceived well um by Israelis. Okay. Um because because of like the Israeli Palestinian conflicts yeah. like it's not when you look at it from that perspective the Jewish revenge story isn't as romantic. Yeah. But I think of the Holocaust as being separate from the Israeli Palestinian yeah. conflict. Like I'm not Jewish, so I don't fully grasp that. But to me, the Holocaust uh, it is more a about, separate event. Is it's a separate thing? Yeah that happened to European Jews. Yeah. And it's like I f- I just don't even connect the dots between that and like yeah. the Israeli Palestinian conflict, but I could understand how it could maybe not go over so well to Israeli or Palestinian audiences. Um
1: or yeah, or it would be interesting to know how I would like to know the opinion of, of that by a European Jewish person or an American Jewish person, if they kind of, if they kind of understand what the Israeli Jewish person is saying. And maybe because, because we're not Jewish. We're not Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. But this author
0: that was Jewish and he was a Jewish American. He was a Jewish American. Okay. And he was saying, yeah. So he was the one bringing that up and. I was just like, oh shit, like I never I thought of that but b- yeah. because I just see those things as separate, very separate. But in issues. their culture, maybe it's not. Yeah, but like because yeah. we're not Jewish, but if we were Jewish, then I, I don't know. Maybe but also, different. American Jewish folks, I think it seems like American Jewish folks appreciated this film. Yeah. Um and
1: from what yeah, from what I know they, they I'm pretty sure uh, yeah. I would think that they would, but yeah. who knows? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh but yeah, so it was just like an interesting perspective that I was just like, oh shit, yeah. I didn't I you know didn't it didn't occur to me how like Palestinians would feel about a Jewish you know revenge, revenge movie. movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh oh,
1: okay now I see the con yeah I, yeah. I can see. Yep.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, but it's just, I, yeah, like I said, I just think of the, the Holocaust as being a very separate European incident. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, but, but yeah, just something to think about. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think it holds up like for the same reasons that you, that you, uh, mentioned and, um, I don't think that it would be made different today. No, make um, it the
1: same way, Quentin. Uh,
0: the only thing that I'm bummed out about is that the two main female characters are both murdered. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that we're led to believe that Marcel, the only black character, died in the fire. Yeah. I don't think anybody survived that. Um, and I just would have preferred it that if Shoshana and Marcel lived happily ever after, or at least like survived. Yeah. In the end, like, I just was bummed. But like,
1: I think that they kind of set it up that way because they kind of, uh, because they she, chained the doors. Were they, w- let, let's just say that never happened between her and the colonel, not the her and the colonel, between her and, um.
0: You mean they were going in as like a suicide mission themselves? Yeah,
1: I wonder if it was because they chained the doors. Like, they, like the one, I
0: thought they just chained.
1: They chained the front doors but that's where the i, I thought that's where just... the plot hole is because they never go into what their escape plan is, her and Marcel's escape plan.
0: Well, I thought that they just chained the theater doors.
1: They did. The, the doors
0: to the movie th- the the
1: No, I thi- I could have sworn it was the outside doors. Like oh. they were the theater doors but not the inner theater doors. I think it was the oh, outer theater. Doors. I
0: thought it was just the inner and that they were Like he was supposed to light the match and And get out out and that she was supposed to...
1: Now I have to... Because everyone did try to run out but they... And another kind of a plot hole is that when everyone tried to run out I don't know if they showed if they were trying... If they ran out of the inner theater doors and they got to the outer but I could have swore when they were chaining the doors they were like the outer theater doors like they chained them from the inside but either way it, yeah it, either it just, way they didn't show Yeah. they didn't talk about if they what their escape plan was
0: yeah i i just it bummed me out that like yeah. both uh, you know the women the both both of them women and uh, marcel like all Yeah, perish yeah i was like well that sucks um i would have liked to see shoshana you know most deaf. make it out um but yeah, I do think it holds up. I fucking love this movie. I love seeing Nazis fucking go down. It is so therapeutic. I, oh, I just love it. It just yeah. really warms my heart. And There's nothing uh, good about them. And if
1: you feel as if a person... Fuck off Nazi punks. Yeah. If a person <laughs> feels as though it's not cool to to think that it's okay for Nazis to go down, then I'm questioning your uh, your morality.
0: Yeah. Unsubscribe. If, yep. if we had any subscribers, I would tell the neo-Nazi subscribers to unsubscribe.
1: Unsubscribe.
0: And fuck <laughs>
1: off. unsubscribe. The unfollow. <laughs> you know how easy social media is nowadays that you can just hit unfollow? <clears throat> Do it, Nazi punks.
0: So how many uh, Sour Patch Kids are you going to give it? So,
1: in honor of my Jewish brethren and sisters. I'm going to go and give this a four out of five Sour Patch Kids. You know what? Yeah. Because it's an awesome movie. Um, It's freaking badass. It's Tarantino. And there's retribution.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's rightful retribution in it. And I'm going to stand strong with the Jewish brothers and sisters and just say... Four out of five fucking sour patch kids.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I was gonna go four, but then I dropped it down to three, which is still my highest rating. You're a hard sell. Yeah, three red vines. That's the highest rating I've given yeah. any of the movies we've watched. Um, so it's saying a lot. Um, and I'm just dropping it down because of the the females die. Yeah. Um, and the strangulation yeah. of women. Uh, it's not my fave. Um, but this movie's badass. It's a feel good movie. It's, if you haven't
1: seen it, watch it. Yeah. If you have seen it, watch it again.
0: Yeah, it's just it's good. It's it's the, gonna take the you a couple of
1: nights to watch it, especially if you it, have freaking kids. I,
0: I think it took us like four nights.
1: Yeah, between you know yeah, life, it's the long kids, and kids and, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna oh. take you. It's gonna take you a couple of nights, unless you're single and whatever like that. And you have nothing to do but Netflix and chill, or whatever the hell they call it nowadays. Yeah. But um, yeah.
0: It's it's fucking good it's legit uh i love it i'll watch it again when i when i'm feeling down and need to see some fascists fucking burn in hell
1: burn baby burn
0: (laughs) i don't know what movie we're gonna do next i guess i don't
1: know we gotta we gotta take a think about it i know that there's some uh there's some craziness that's that's starting to happen in our lives. It's good old tax season.
0: Yeah, you're gonna be busy.
1: But um, we'll find a time. We'll find a time to see another of your phase and mine.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 uh, hopefully it'll happen sooner than this this. I think we took like three weeks off or something. <laughs> yeah. So we'll try not to do that. But Like
1: we said, we're back and full in full effect. Yeah. Well, Coming at your neck.
0: Yeah. Doing that.
1: Yeah. Word. All right.
0: All right. Well, uh, night, night.
1: Night, night. Sleep tight. Out. <laughs>